What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Hypocritical Millennial. This is rapping about sports. When we talk about sports topics and only sports topics that's going on out there in the world. And since it's the NBA playoff, why not rap about the playoff? So sit back and relax as we rapping about sports. Playoffs? Welcome everybody to Rapping About Sports. Guess you could say this is like episode one. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is about sports, only about sports. And since it's the NBA playoffs, one of my favorite sports, what's the best time to introduce this, right? <laughs> um, the playoffs is very interesting. Um, a lot of things that I've taken away from it, a lot of surprises few things that I kind of figured was going to happen. Some of these games were kind of predictable. Um, well, two of them at least. Um, but for the most part, man, actually there was some pretty awesome games. They're very entertaining. Um, so, just want to talk about a few of them. Get my opinion, my predictions. Hopefully, um, you're ready for the ride. And you'll hang around and listen. And also, hit me up. On Instagram, too, by the way. The number three, NZL5TAR. Give me your opinions on some of these predictions. Um, let me know what you think or what you predict. Who's going to win the playoffs? Um, so, uh, let's start with uh, Saturday games. Um, Saturday, of course, let's start with my home team, 76ers. Of course, they blew out the Raptors. Um, now, I'm not going to say that I predicted they was going to blow them out. I was a little shaky about this, but they came out blazing, man, and they just blew blew out the Raptors. Now, um, Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, uh, he came out crazy. I did not expect him to have a game that he had. Um, he put up 38 points. My man put up 38 points. Now, big, big, big change from Ben Simmons. Um, big difference from the past playoffs. Now, this is only one game, of course, so let me not get ahead of myself. But, I mean, for him to show out the way he did, young player, um, I mean, he was balling, like, hitting long-distance threes. Like, he had a lot of confidence out there, and he balled out. 38 points. Um, I think he was, like, number three as the youngest player um, to score. Um, that many points. I think, oh, who was the highest? Um, I think it was maybe Dr. J. But I think he was like one point or two points behind Iverson. The next person was Will Chamberlain. But yeah, he had 38 points. They were trying to get him to 40, but uh, he couldn't get those last two points, so they took him out. But um, yeah, man, they, they look pretty good now. Um, again, the Raptors, they're kind of beat up right now. I know Scotty Barnes, he had a bad ankle injury. I don't think he's going to be available for... Monday's game, today's game. So I'm not saying that I'm, I'm happy that, you know, the Raptors are suffering, um, you know, from injuries. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of an advantage for the Sixers. Now, people are talking about Harden because you know how Harden, you know, 
Playoff Harden, he's not like regular season Harden. It's like two different players. Um, he came out with 22 points, 14 assists. My man, um, the one assist he had to Maxi, that jump was crazy. Uh, where he seen him, it was on a fast break. Maxi had the up and under, uh, where he avoided the defender and scored. I mean, hey, and B came out balling as always, 19 points, 15 rebounds. So, I mean, the Sixers, they came out balling, man. Um, now, they do play the Raptors today. I mean, I see another victory right now. Again, because the Raptors, they're suffering from a lot of injuries right now. They're kind of beat up. Um, Sixers are riding on this high right now. They're still playing at home. Um, there was this talk about Matisse Thibel may, you know, being an issue because he, he's not fully vaccinated and may miss, well, not may miss, but he will miss the, rap, the you know, the Toronto games, but I don't even know that's going to be a factor right now, to be honest with you. The way they were balling out there, I forgot about Matisse Thibel anyway, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I see another victory right now um, in the Sixers' hand. They do play Toronto today. So we shall see, but I'm predicting a victory right now. So, I mean, the Sixers playing at home again, they ride on that high. Toronto's kind of beat up. So, I mean, we shall see, but yeah, man, my Sixers, they looking pretty good right now. So uh, we shall see how they how they handle this, this whole series. Uh, but right now they looking pretty good. Um, another game right now from Saturday. How about uh, Grizzlies and T-Wolves? This one was a good one. This actually was a tight one. Um, and this one was a surprise to me because Anthony Edwards, yo, that boy was a baller, man. He put up 36 points. He came out his first playoff game. He came out like a vet. Like, he came out like he he do this all day, man. Like, he was just taking shots like it was nothing. He was, like, he has an all-around game. He can take outside shots. He can attack the basket. Um, I mean, his size, uh, his length, his arms, his defense, like, I mean, Boys, like, I mean, he's a future Hall of, I mean, I ain't gonna say Hall of Famer, but he's a future superstar uh, right now. I, I can see that. He came out there balling, man. Um, Toronto, I mean, they beat them 130 117. Um, Grizzlies, I mean, they're surprised because I'm surprised they were number two, to be honest with you. Um, but they didn't play like, a, I mean, they, they played pretty decent, but they didn't play like a number two team. I think, um, the one problem they had was with, um, John Morant, man, like he put up 32 points, but a lot of time he tried to attack the basket and get the foul. Um, it looked like he wasn't trusting his jump shot, or he wasn't taking too many jump shots. He was trying to, you know, attack the basket and draw fouls too much in. Um, with uh, you know, the T Wolves, their size and their limbs, they're they're too big, they're, they're too tall. He can't do that with them. Um, you got Car Car Anthony Towns that's in the paint. Um, that guy, man, 29, 13 points. And that one dunk that he had on Josh Jackson Jr., oh, my God, he destroyed him, man. And then he, then uh, Jackson, he pushed, uh, I think it was McDaniels, out of the way because uh, I'm, I'm sure McDaniels said something to him after he got dunked on, and that's why Jackson pushed him. But, oh, my God, man, that dunk Towns did on him. Oh, see, Jesus. I thought he, like, thought he ended his career after that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, that team, and, and listen, I don't care what anybody say about Patrick Beverly, man. It's the Patrick Beverly effect, I feel like. Towns, he balling like he got heart now. Like, before, I ever kept saying how he was soft and all this, this, that, and the third. My man is balling right now. He out there, like, destroying people right now, taking their hearts and stuff. 
going hard in the paint, shooting outside and stuff. And say what you want about Pat Beverly, but I mean, listen, he hit a couple threes out there. I mean, he showed he could do something. And I'm besides play defense and talk trash. But listen, I don't know. Again, it, it may be the, you know, Patrick Beverly effect. I don't know what it is. But the T-Wolves, man, they out there balling. And I honestly think that, I mean, I ain't going to get my prediction yet. But, um, yeah, the next time they play them, man, I honestly feel like um, they could beat them, man. Um, I think they played them Tuesday. They played them tomorrow. Uh, that game, I, I feel like, you know, they, they have it. But, you know, we shall see, man. This is a good series, though, because I, I feel like still they're kind of evenly matched. But I feel like the T-Wolves may be a surprise in that series right now. And, and game one, they showed that, man. They they came out balling, man, with a lot of heart, too, at that. And then the last game from Saturday, uh, Golden State Warriors and Denver Nuggets. Um, the surprise out of that one was uh, Jordan Poole. I didn't expect him to come out playing the way he played, man. 30 points. He was 9 for 13 shooting. 5 from 7 for 3 from the 3. Like, what? Now... Maybe because they wasn't expecting that from him. He came and he, he was starting. Uh, Steph Curry was coming off the bench. Um, he put up 16 points. He came out looking like he was struggling. Maybe because he was kind of rusty because he was coming back from an injury. Uh, he hasn't played, you know, a few games. So maybe that's why um, he came out looking the way he did. But, I mean, Jordan Poole, man, he that guy came out balling, man. He came out ready for war. Um, they go to state beat them 123-107. Um, again, uh, the Joker, Jokic, he what, put up 25 points, 10 rebounds. But, I mean, the Nuggets, they're missing two of their key players right now due to injury. So, it's it's like, do they have enough firepower to really hold up against Golden State? Um, I don't know. Uh, Golden State, I mean... I mean, you got Jordan Poole coming out of nowhere. You still got Klay Thompson. You still got Steph Curry. You don't, you know, you never know when he, you know, come back in the form. You know, you got Draymond Green with his defense and just his, you know, his rebounding, his assists, stuff like that. Like, and then Andrew Wiggins, like, come on, man. Say what you want about him. Every now and then he shines when he wants to, when he get out of his head and actually play. I mean, a guy could play when he, you know, can. And he's on a good team where he can. I don't know why he plays timid sometimes. You just need to go and let loose, man. You're on a team where it's like a bunch of scorers. Like, man, you should be out there balling because they ain't double teaming you. So you should be taking all the shots in the world. But, I mean, right now, I mean, Golden State look like they may have a series because it's, it's only so much that the Nuggets, you know, they, they can do right now. Um, I don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with them. Uh, one more game, too. Almost missed this. Uh, uh, Dallas Mavericks and Utah Jazz. I forgot. That was also Saturday's game. Um, that one was a, a, a pretty good one, too, as well. Tight one. Uh, that one ended when, uh, with Utah winning 99 and um, beating, I think, Dallas Mavericks by 93. What, they had 93? Yeah, so it was 99-93, Utah Jazz. They won on the road. Another road team that won. Um, and it doesn't look like... Uh, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think he's playing anytime soon as well. Uh, Luka Doncic. I don't think he's playing um, in game two. Game one, he didn't play. 
and you could tell they missed him because they they were missing a lot of scoring. Uh, it was like they were they were past the ball right trying to find somebody to score. Um, Utah, they didn't look that great either. Maybe because it was game one, and you know everybody was a little rusty. They had a few days off, but I mean they still, you know. They still managed to pull the victory. Donovan Mitchell, he had 32 points, six and six, six rebounds. Um, and and that's, that was, he was pretty much the highlight. Um, on, on Dallas' side, really, I mean, you got Dinwiddie, he had 22 points. You got Bruns, who had 24, but it's like, who else over there is going to really put up points like that? Like, you don't really have that many people. On, on Utah's side, you still got Conley over there. Um, you still got uh, Clarkson, and then you got Mitchell. You got uh, Rudy Gobert over there, so they got they got some people over there. So, I mean, again, it's, it's only so much that the Mavericks can do until Luca come back. I mean, if he's not back, then they're gonna be struggling right now, because uh, right now it looked like, I mean, it was a it was a close game. Again, it may be tight. The series may be tight. If um, Luka Doncic come back in time, maybe he could save them. I mean, it's only game. It's only one game, so it's not over yet. So once he come back, I mean, it may be a whole different series. But right now, you know, they just need some other scoring on that team, the Dallas right now, because that game one they looked like they were struggling. But um, yeah, Utah took that on the road, so we'll see what happens next time that you know they play. Now on the other side, we have Sunday games. Um, the highlight one, Celtics, Boston Celtics, one of the teams that I hate. And the Brooklyn Nets. Um, another team that I hate, but not as much as the Celtics, though. Um, yeah, that was a very tight one. Um, Boston won 115 um, to 114. That was a tight one. Um, who was it? Uh, Jason Tatum, he managed to take the game-winning shot at the very last second. He scored 31 points. Kyrie Irving, he was out there balling. Uh, he put up 39 points, and he was the uh, the the highlight or the main topic of this, you know, the game because of the story, because of the fans and how they was treating them, what they was yelling out, stuff like that, and his reaction. Um, and they caught him put up the middle finger to one of the people in the crowd, which... I thought it was stupid because I felt like it was dry snitching. I mean, like, they didn't have to zoom in on him doing that and all that stuff. Like, we, you could just announce that or whatever. But they did the whole zoom in and kept rewinding and showing him do that and stuff. And it's like, whatever. But um, Kyrie said he's going to give the crowd the same energy that they're giving him right now. So he said, listen, this is the playoff. He's not going to be soft and hold back. So he's going to give them the same energy. So whatever that means, who knows. But... Um, outside of the crowd versus the players, that series was um, a very good one. It was tight. It was close. It went down to the very last second. Um, I mean, again, Kyrie is out there balling. He had 39 points. Um, Kevin Durant, I think he had 20. What he had 23. I mean, it wasn't a solid 23 because he was nine for 24. But it's like, how often is Kevin Durant gonna go nine for 24? So um, you gotta look at it like that too. It was a is a one point victory for Boston. Kevin Durant, he didn't have a great game, even though he put up 24 points, or 23 points, I should say. But um, they do need some more help because Boston is a solid team. They play good defense, and I think they had about, they had four players who scored 20 or more points. Um, you had 
Tatum with 31. You had um, Jaden Brown with 23. Al Horford with 20. Marcus Smart with 20 points too. So it's like, you know, you got these guys on in the starting lineup who could put up 20 or more points. So and can play good defense. So I mean, uh, Brooklyn they got their hands full right now. They need they need some other people who could score more on that team as well. Um, they only had uh, I think Claxton with 13, and I think a Drogic had 14 points, but that's the only two people who scored in double figures, and they were off the bench. So. Um, Brooklyn, they're going to need a lot of help um, right now. Because, again, uh, I mean, you look at this team, Boston, they play solid defense, and then you got guys, again, in that starting lineup that can score 20 or more at any time and play solid defense. So it's going to be a good series, though. We shall see. Because, I mean, you got KD and Kyrie. They always play amazing basketball. They always you know, manage to surprise you. So, you know, you can't give up on them yet, man. But that's going to be an awesome series. Again, um, that one went down to the very last second, very last point. That's crazy. That play, man, that little spinoff that Tatum did on Irvin to get that that shot up. Man, that, that was pretty dope, man. That's crazy. Um, another game that was from Sunday, we had the Bucks in Chicago. Um, another game that I, I feel like is going to – another series that I feel is going to be pretty close um, – the game went back and forth. A lot of lead changes within that game. Um, of course, you had uh, Giannis. Uh, he had 27 points, 16 rebounds. I mean, that guy's a beast, man. He just go out there balling every single time. It's like he's unstoppable. And then he, uh, he he's starting to develop that jump shot, man. He's going to be dangerous. Once he get that jump shot going, he's going to be a whole problem out there. Um yeah, Vujicic on Chicago. He, I think he was the top scorer with 24 points. And um, DeMar DeRozan, I mean, he had 18 points, but I felt like it wasn't a solid 18. Um, it was a lot of talk about DeRozan when it comes to the playoffs where he he tend to be timid. Um, I felt like it kind of showed. There was some shots that he had open, especially when they had chances to take the lead. Uh, he was wide open. He just didn't hit. Uh, it was like, you know... During the regular season, you knew, like, he'd take that shot. It was going in. He was driving a basket. He was going to dunk the ball at the last second to win. Um, but during the, this, this game here, and that was it's only game one, but, you know, he had chances to help them take the lead or to extend the lead, and he missed a couple shots there. He was wide open. So, I don't know, man. I hope, hope that uh, playoff DeRozan doesn't show up. Or, and, you know, the this Chicago season DeRozan that we've seen, is you know regular season DeRozan I hope that one is who we're going to see in these next few games because this one that we've seen here although he put up 18 points um I mean he was six for 25 so um like I said it wasn't a solid 18 but uh we'll, we'll see what happened Milwaukee on the other hand um you had broke you know Lopez with 18 points you had Holiday with 15 Middleton had 11. Middleton, too, is another person who in the playoffs is kind of shaky. He only had 11 points. He was 4 for 13. 1 for 7 from 3. So, I mean, Chicago has a chance. Um, I mean, Middleton is, isn't always, you know, solid. So, I mean, if you could kind of contain it, whatever, however possible, Giannis, slow him down a little bit and just contain Middleton and, you know, just let Holiday and maybe Lopez try to win the game for them. I mean, they may have a chance. I mean, it's going to take a lot of work, 
But, I mean, you got a chance like that. You just got to slow Giannis down. Um, you know, again, you know, rattle Middleton and just leave it in Holiday Lopez's hand. Let them try to win the game because they, they can't carry a game. Let's be real. So, but again, the, the main thing is just trying to slow down Giannis. And, and again, that's that's kind of hard because that guy's a beast right there. But, um, again, that's, that's going to be a, a crazy series, man. It's going to be tight. Uh, they won't, Again, the Bucks beat them 93 to 86. So, we shall see what happened with that one. Um, another game from Sunday, we had the Suns and the Pelicans. That one was kind of like a obvious blowout. Um, nothing really to take away with that. Uh, you know, Chris Paul, he was amazing, 30 points. Devin Booker, 25. DeAndre Aiden, 21 points. Um, the team just looks solid. The Pelicans, they just look like they don't have enough weapons to go against the Suns, man. They The Suns beat them 110 to 99, but it really didn't even look like it was that close during the whole game. So, um, the Suns, they pretty much, they, they just took advantage of that game. That's all. Really not much to take take from that. It's just that they control that whole game from beginning to end. Um, another game, last game from Sunday, where a team just controlled it from beginning to end. How about the Heat and the Hawks? Uh, Trey Young, he wasn't doing too much of that little shimmy Shimmy shaking, all that stuff in that game, man. That guy did not look good at all, man. He only had eight points. He was one, what was he, one for nine? And then I think he was like 0, from, 0 for seven from the a three-point line. Yeah, man, they, they played that guy tight. And that's the way you got to play him, man. You can't be leaving him open for them, like, wide-open shots from, like, the half-court logo and all that other stuff, man. You can't be letting him do that. You got to play that guy tight, make him. Make them uncomfortable. And that's what the Heat did, man. They made that guy uncomfortable. Um, the surprise from that game, Duncan Robinson, he had 27 points. This man went eight from eight for nine from the three-point line. That's crazy, man. Eight for nine from the three-point line. Now, who, who's to say he's going to do that all the time? But regardless of the fact, man, the Heat, they pretty much controlled that game. And from beginning to end, they beat them 115-91. to 91. Jimmy Butler, of course, the guy, I mean, he kind of get on my nerves, but he, I guess he's like the leader of the team. Uh, he had 21 points. Um, he got a little scuffle with, um, you know, uh, Trey Young, but it wasn't really much, man. It was a little bump, and they were, like, in each other's face and got spread apart. But, um, yeah, man, they they made Trey Young look young, look like a young boy. They, they young, they sunned him in that whole game, man. He... Look bad. He's like one for nine, zero from seven for the three point line. Yeah, it wasn't much help there, man. The Heat, they just again another team that played awesome defense, man. It's a solid team too, um, and they they just had a lot of just a lot of guys that play defense. Um, and Atlanta, it, they don't have too much help there, man. Gallinari has seventeen, uh, one hundred and fourteen. And then that's pretty much it. Other, other than that, was Josh Collins, I think he had 10 points. And one other guy had 10. I think it was Knox. But nobody else was in double figures, man. Nobody was over 17 points on that team. So, they're going Atlanta, man, I don't know. They may have their hands full with the Heat. I'm surprised. Again, the Heat is another surprise for me. I never would have thought they'd be the number one team in the East. But apparently they are. And they... They playing like they are, maybe because they playing Atlanta right now. Um, but yeah, man, Atlanta ain't looking too good right now. So whew, we shall see. 
But that wraps up the playoffs for the weekend. My little review for that. We'll be right back with my predictions for today's and tomorrow games and the series in general right after this. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Enzo Foster, gentlemen. And again, this is rapping about sports. And now I'm gonna get into my predictions for not only today's and Tuesday's game, but also my predictions for both the West and East series in general. So, well, for the first round, I should say, not just the whole playoffs, just for the first round. I should say. So let's start with Monday games. We have Sixers Raptors, we have Mavericks Jazz, and we have Warriors and Denver. So I don't do spreads, I don't know scores, I don't do all that stuff. I just predict who I believe is gonna win. So um, if you're looking for spreads and stuff like that, you know, over unders, nah, you're not getting that from me. Um, I'm just going off my two eyes, what I see, and that's pretty much it. My gut feeling. <laughs> Trust my gut. So, uh, let's start with the Sixers Raptors because my home team. Um, Sixers obviously got this game. As stated before, a lot of injuries on the Raptors. Maxi. Now, again, who knows if he's going to come on fire again because now they're probably going to have a game plan for him and probably have him on lockdown. But even if that's the case, though, I mean, you still got Embiid. You still got James Harden. And you still got Tobias Harris, who also had a good game, by the way. I didn't even give him a shout-out. But he had a decent game, too, in general, uh, in general, for the first game. So, I mean, even if they focus on Maxi, I mean, you still got, you know, other guys who are going to be open. And, again, playoff Harden, you know, he's up and down. But he put up decent numbers. It wasn't a solid 24 or whatever he had, but still, um, you know, he's capable of putting up decent numbers. So, I still feel like Sixers, they got they have more weapons. They have a better advantage. So that's why I'm giving it to the Sixers for that game. Mavericks Jazz. No look at Doncic, so um obviously not a lot of firepower over there on the Mavericks side. The Jazz, like I said before, Donovan Mitchell, you got Conley, you got Clarkson, you got Rudy Gobert over there, you got some star players over there, and some players that could do some things. So again, not enough, I feel like. Um, that the Mavericks can bring to the table in this series right now without Luka. So they're going to need this guy back because they're going to need some scoring. But right now, I'm going to have to give it to the Jazz today. I'm going to have to give the victory to the Jazz. And then the last game for Monday, Warriors-Denver. Another situation here. You got the Joker. You know, Joker's, he, he, you know, he holding it down. But, again, he, he needs some help. A man needs some help right now. Warriors, they got too much, they, they had too much firepower. Again, you got Curry, you got Clay Thompson, you got Draymond Green, um, you, you got uh, Jordan Poole. Um, like, again, it's, it's just a lot of people over there. Uh, and I, I just feel like Denver just doesn't have enough. So, gotta give the advantage to the Warriors in this one, too, as well. Now, moving on to Tuesday, we have the Heat and Hawks, and obviously, we're just not going to 
it is this doesn't even take like a second thought. Like obviously the Heat is gonna beat the Hawks. Like um again, they got a game plan for uh, Trey Young, lock him down, just stay in front of him. Don't leave him open for those wide open shots from the logo. Don't give him them, them shots. Like come on, just just don't give him the opportunity. Make him you know comfortable, beat him up, rough him up a little bit, and you know make him comfortable. And he's not gonna have a good game. So. I feel like they got a solid game plan for him. Um, there's not a lot of scoring on that team. So, uh, advantage to Heat in tomorrow's game. We have the Grizzly T-Wolves. I'm going to say advantage T-Wolves again. Uh, although it was a close game. It was a close game. But I feel like, again, T-Wolves, they're a lot tougher. They're a lot stronger, taller, you know, length. They cover up more of the court. So they they make it harder, and if if they they can't find another way to score, it's, it's going to be a problem for them right now. Uh, and and right now I feel like again it may be the Patrick Beverly effect. They just have a lot of heart right now. The T Wolves they're just going out the ball. And Anthony Edwards he's out there just like playing again like he's a vet, like playing like this is just something he does every day, and. It's going to be scary for them right now. And again, I mean, John Morant, he's he's an all-star. He's an all-star. But he kept trying to attack the basket all the time, draw a foul. You got to, you know, try to get them open shots, open three, something else. You got to rely on something because sometimes you're not going to get those calls. And, some, you know, some of those moments where he did draw the basket, he didn't get the calls he was looking for. So you got to find other options, man, because, again, that's a – a tough team that you're going to have to get around if you're trying to drive to the paint. So, um, again, I'm going to have to get advantage to T-Wolves on that one. And then the last game for Tuesday, Suns and Pelicans. Again, another game that you really don't have to think too much about. Advantage Suns, come on. It's just too much firepower over there. Pelicans don't have enough weapons to, to you know, even if they put Zion Williams in there, it's still not enough. So, Advantage Suns, in that case, they're going to take the victory. So those are my predictions for Monday and Tuesday games. Again, I don't do spreads. I don't do over-unders because I don't know how to do all that stuff. Again, I just look at the teams. Look at who has a better advantage, who has more skilled players, more scorers, better defenders, and that's pretty much it. So, yeah, that's all. <laughs> so to wrap this up, I'm going to give my predictions for the first round series in general, because I didn't do this before the playoffs started. So I'm going to give them now. Let's start off with the West, because my team's in the East, so we're not going to start with it. We're going to say that for last. So let's start with the West. Um, now, Suns and Pelicans, again, I don't really give the Pelicans too much a chance because they don't have much too much firepower. Um, they may get one game just to drag the series out, make it entertaining. Let's say they may win one at home. Let's say the Suns, they may have like an off game one day or may take, you know, take take it easy or something like that. Um, so I'm going to say the series 4-1. 4-1 Suns. I'm going to give that one. Right, let's do Dallas and Utah. This one is going to be a tight one again. Just as long as Luka comes back. Because right now it, it doesn't look pretty. Although it was one game. But still, I feel like Utah right now has a better advantage at winning this series. But with that being said, 
I'm not gonna really give up on the marriage. So this one, I'm gonna go four three. Although I'm not gonna give up the marriage, I'm still gonna get this series to the Jazz though. But I feel like the Mavericks gonna put up a fight. But it's just not gonna be enough because even if Luka come back, who knows if he's gonna be 100%. So uh, Venice Jazz again, it's gonna be a tough series, but four three Jazz um, in that one. Now, let's move on to the Grizzlies and T-Wolves. This one, a nice series here. Again, like I stated before, it's too much length on the T-Wolves side. Too much toughness, defense. Um, and it, it looks like they're a lot more, they're, they're a lot hungrier than the uh, Grizzlies. So, I'm going to say 4-2 T-Wolves. I'm going to give it to the T-Wolves on that one. I feel like they're going to take that series. They want it a lot more. And then, let's move on to... Last but not least, Warriors and Denver Nuggets. Another one, um, it's going to be a pretty good series. It's not going to end too fast, but I'm going to say 4-2, Golden State. I just feel like Golden State has too many weapons for Denver to, you know, keep up with them. in a seven-game series, so they may win, you know, uh, one at home. They may win a surprise one on the road. This is the Nuggets, but after that, you know, they're, you know, it's pretty much it. Uh, Golden State is going to take this. So that's going to wrap it up for the West. So I have the Suns coming out. I have Utah coming out. So that will be the Suns in Utah in the second round. And then I have the T-Wolves coming out and Golden State coming out. So in the second round, that will be Golden State and the Grizzlies. I mean, Golden State and the T-Wolves. I'm sorry. I have the T-Wolves coming out. So it will be Golden State and the T-Wolves. Which will be an interesting series. That actually be a good game, at least. That... And then Utah and the Suns, that'd be a good series, too. I would like to see that. So, I'm hoping to see that second round. Yeah, Suns, Utah, T-Wolves, Golden State. That'd be pretty dope. Second round in the West. So, that wraps it up for my West predictions. Now, let's move on to the East. Um, Miami, Atlanta, come on. Let's be real. Uh, again, I know everybody's saying, you know, it's, it's only one game. But still, man, they, they, they crushed that team. It took their heart, and it looks like they figured out Trey Young already. Even if he does have a pretty decent game, which I say they win one at home, but I'm still gonna give advantage Heat four one going to the Heat. Atlanta again, like I said, they may win one game at home, but that's pretty much it. I don't see them really having much of advantage against Miami. Um, Miami and Chicago. This one here, I'm going to give advantage to, uh, not Chicago, I'm going to give advantage to Milwaukee. Um, I, I, it's going to be tough. This one almost could go either way, depending on if Chicago could play good defense, but because Middleton is always shaky. But it's hard, to main, it's hard to contain Giannis. You can't really contain Giannis, so yeah. Just because of that Giannis factor, I mean, advantage Milwaukee. Because they got a triple team to guide. And it's always going to leave somebody else open. So, yeah, the Giannis effect, man, listen. Yeah, this advantage them. I'm going to say 4-2. Chicago probably win. One at home, one on the road. But all in all, yeah, um, Milwaukee's going to take that series. And then we have Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. Another decent series. But... It's not going to go to Game 7. I don't think it's going to go to Game 7. I feel like this is going to end in six games. It's going to go to Boston. Again, I feel like this is a solid team. This is a team that can... I hate to say it because I hate Boston. But 
I mean, their lineup, they all can score in double figures. 20 or more points. So, that's a lot of firepower. And Brooklyn, they don't have that much. I mean, they have Kevin Durant. They have Kyrie Irving, which, again, like I said, could do amazing things. But, yeah. I don't know. Celtics, they seem like just a solid team all around, defensively and offensively. So, yeah, again, 4-2. I got to get advantage to Boston. And then last but not least, man, my whole team, 76ers. Up against the Toronto Raptors. You know what? I'm, listen, man, I'm, I'm, it's not just me being a homer. I'm using my two eyes. But, again, man, the Raptors, they beat up right now. Uh, I, I'll give them one game. They may, may win one game at home. But, listen, 4-1 Sixers. It's only going to go five games. And it's going to vanish. The advantage is going to be Sixers. Clear, cut, dry. That's it. I mean, Toronto, they're just too beat up right now. And, again, like I said, if they figure out how to defend Maxi, you still got other guys out there that can score. Um, your fingers crossed, play up, play up hard, and he break that curse, and he start balling again. But, you know, he put up 24 points. So, I can't hate on the guy. I got to stop saying that. I can't hate on him. Put up 24 points, so he did a pretty decent, pretty decent job. Um, but still, 4-1, vanished Sixers. So in the East, second round, I have Miami facing the Sixers, which is going to be a good series. And then I have Milwaukee coming out of the first round to face the Boston Celtics, which is oh, that's going to be an awesome series too as well. Um, now again, these are just my predictions for the second round. Again, I have out the West, Suns. Utah, and then uh, T-Wolves and Warriors, and then in the East, I have Miami Sixers, and then in the other one, I have Milwaukee and Celtics, so, I mean, hey, listen, those would be some dope series, we'll see what happens, though, but those are my predictions, um, and, yep, that's gonna wrap it up, man, for Rapping About Sports, man, I guess you could say this again, like, episode one. It's a little, like, you know, abbreviation episode, playoff edition, NBA playoff edition, I should say. Playoff? That's right. So, with that being said, man, hey, listen, y'all be blessed, man. Be stress-free. The vibe did not dissolve. Enjoy those NBA games, man. I'll be back Wednesday to, uh, you know, to get my review on Mondays and Tuesdays games and my predictions for the next two days. And, well, let you know if I was right or wrong. I'm a man of my word. I own up if I'm wrong on these predictions. I ain't going to, you know, be fugazi and try to lie and finagle my way out of something. My predictions are my predictions. So we'll be back Wednesday to see if I'm right. I feel like I, I made a good judgment call on these. What you say? Hit me up, by the way. The number three, nzo 5 tar on Instagram, and let me know what your predictions are if you think I'm crazy with these predictions. But again, like I said, that's going to wrap it up. Y'all enjoy your day. Enjoy them games, man. I'll be right back in a few days. Other than that, I'm out. Peace.